This is the Kitzer of Sikha Beis of Parshas Re'ei in Chelik Yudalit. The Rabbi here is going to discuss the uh, times when the Torah uses the term Dveikis in relation to the Eibishta. And the Rabbi begins with the Rashi in this week's Parsha, where the Torah says, Uvoisid Bokun. And Rashi says that the meaning of Uvoisid Bokun is Hadbeik Bedrochav. Attach yourself to the ways of the Eibishta. Gemoyel Chasadim, Kvar Mesim, Bakachilim. Like the Ebishter himself does. And the Rebbe points out that Rashi and Parsha Sekev also addresses the meaning of Dveikus, and there Rashi says, Is it possible to attach yourself to the Ebishter himself? By attaching to yourself to Talmidim and Chachamim, the Ebishter says, I consider it as, a, as if you are connected and one with the Ebishter himself. So the question here is, this term Dveikas comes up in the Torah before these two times. You have it earlier on in Parsha Sekev, where the Torah says, es And then even before that in Parsha Vashanan, the Torah says, and in both of those places, Rashi does not comment what the concept of Dveikus means. So the question is, does Dveikus in relation to the Ebesha need an explanation? So why doesn't Rashi explain it the first two times? And if it does not need an explanation, if it's self-understood, so why when it says Ludovkaboy at the end of Ekev and Vaisid Bakun in this week's Parsha, does Rashi give an explanation? Then the Rebbe asks, a couple of questions here regarding the details of the way Rashi explains Hadbeg Bedrocha, where Rashi says Gmel Chasadim, Kvar Mesim, Bakachelim. So the Rebbe's questions are what's this union of Bikachelim uh, and Kvar Mesim that Rashi brings up? These two examples. Why does Rashi bring them up over here? This concept of going in the Ebishter's ways, Rashi brings up before already in Parshas Ekev, where it says Laleches Bechol Drochov. And there Rashi just simply says, Gemil Chasadim. So why here does Rashi spell out further and say that the Gemil Chasadim entails Kvar Mesim and Bakachelim? Besides that, the Rebbe says, if you look in the Gemara, you'll see that the Gemara brings other details. The, the Gemara brings examples of Mal Besharumim, Ebeshur gives clothing, and the Gemara brings as well Nicham Avelim. And Rashi doesn't bring them. Even though Mal Besharumim and Nicham Avelim is found clearly in the Psukim and Teireh, regarding Adam and Chava, and regarding uh, when Avram Avinu passes away, the Ebesh is Menachem Yitzchak. Why doesn't Rashi bring them up? Besides that, the Rebbe says that the question here is, the order, the way Rashi brings it, Kvure, before Bika Chaylem, seems to be out of order. Both in the way it appears in the Torah, the, Ebesh, the way the Ebesh did it, and also as far as the order in the lifetime of a person. First there's a Bika Chaylem, and then later when a person passes away, there's Kvure. So why does Rashi change the order? Some more questions here, but this is basically the gist of the questions. What's the, 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 the details over here of the way Rashi presents these Bikachelim and Kvuras Mesim, or actually Kvuras Mesim first, what's the Pshat in this? So we have over here four different times that the Torah uses the term Dveikus. Once in Vashanan Vatim Advekim, once in Ekev when it says... Then again in the end of Ekev when it says, and then in this week's Parsha when it says, So the point that Rebbe explains is, the term Dveikus and Teireh is self-understood. 
You see the term Dveikas already used before in Parshas Vayishlach regarding Dina, where it says, Vatidbak nafshe bedina vaya So the title there clearly describes that Dveikas is defined as love. That is when the nefesh of a person gets connected to someone, becomes one with someone through love. So Dveikas is an Indian of Ava. So when the title says, Vatim Advekim, Speaking to Klal Yisrael and saying that Yidin are presently one with the Eibishter, it doesn't need an explanation. It means through Ava. And when the Torah commands and says, Uvoi Sidbok, it means Ava, that the Yidin should uh, attach themselves to the Eibishter through Ava. So Rashi doesn't give any explanation the first two times it's written in the Torah. In Parshas Ekev, when the Torah says, Ludovka Boi, so since in that very Posik, before that, it says, La'ava Sashem Alekecha, and then it says, La'lechas Bechol Drachav, Uludovka Boi. So here, Rashi has a problem. You can't say that Ruludovka by refers to the nefesh that is connecting through love. It said right before that, La'ava. So what's the pshat Ruludovka by here? Ruludovka by here means literally to become one. How, how, do you be, how, how is it possible to be one with Eibishter? So therefore, Rashi explains that here we have to say that there's a higher union of Dveikus that means literally to become one which is achieved through Hadbik B'Tamidim B'Chachamim. And then, Ma'ilani Aleichem Ki'ilu Nidbakta Boy. Like you become one with the Eibishter. That's why Rashi was forced to give a new pshat over here in Parsha, the end of Parsha Seikif. In this week's Parsha, when it says, Uvoisid Bokken, so the Rebbe says, look at the context of the Psukim. It's speaking about a Novi Sheker that comes and makes a miracle and you may want to follow him. And the Eibishter says, I'm only testing you. The is testing your love. So therefore the Rebbe says, the whole theme of the Parsha here is all about testing your love. So when the Torah comes and says, following this, that don't follow this Navi Sheker, rather follow the Ebishter and serve the Ebishter. And the Torah concludes, you can't say that simply is telling you to express a love for the Ebishter. The whole Parsha is about this. The whole Parsha is about the fact that Ebishter is testing your love. The Torah wouldn't write as another detail at the end of the whole thing about the love. And then the Rebbe goes a step further and says, to say that over here, Uvoisid Bokon, would be referring to the same kind of dveikas like Rashi explained in Parsha Sekev, which is to connect to Talmidim and Chachamim, also doesn't fit, because we see here that the Torah is talking about a very high level. The Torah here goes through a lot of different things in the Pasuk, and so on, and finally it comes, which is the Tachlis Advekis, the highest level of dveikas, higher than anything else that the Pasuk says before, even higher than the highest level of Ava. So therefore the Rebbe says, even this concept of Maila ani aleichem ki'ilu it's only a ki'ilu. So this is not what the Torah is referring to. This is not the highest level of dveikus. Over here, uvoisit bokon means literally dveikus with the Eibishter himself. Therefore Rashi says, when you're hadbeg bedrochov, you're going the Eibishter's ways, that's the highest level of dveikus. As will be explained towards the end of the Sikha. But here the Rebbe points out that the Hadbeg Bedrachov is specifically when a person is doing something that's not just a mitzvah, not an obligation. We're talking about a kind of gemilas chasadim, which is unique in an area, in a place where you're not even needed and you go out of your way to do it anyways. And that's why Rashi spells out the two examples of Kver Mesim and Baka Chaylim, because these are places where it's Kemaisha Asakadosh Baruch you find that Debishta does them even when it's not necessary. The Bikachaylim by Avram Avinu, the Rebbe says, Avram Avinu had people that were visiting him, he wasn't lonely, but the Abish still comes to visit him, to be Mekayim Bikachaylim even when it's not needed.
The Kvar Mesim that Ashi says, the Rebbe tells us it's referring to the Kvura of Aaron. When Aaron Akain passed away, there were many Yidin that would have been more than happy to go and give him his right honor and to bury him. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't, Allah couldn't. And in fact, the Yidin didn't find out until later that Aaron Akain passed away. So we see in the Pshat of the Pasuk that no one else did it. The Torah doesn't tell us who buried him, but it's clear that the Abish is the one that buried Aaron Akayin, even though it was a very easy and simple option to have one of the Eden come and bury him. So you see the Abish does Kfura, even when it's not necessary. And this is the kind of Hadbek Bedrachov it's referring to, doing the, the Gmilis Chasadim like the Abish does, even when it's not necessary. So the other examples Rashi doesn't bring. Mal b'sharumim or gemel chasadim, the simple gemel chasadim, when you lend money to somebody. Those are mitzvahs, those are obligations. Those are things that are not extras. It's not special and unique. So therefore Rashi doesn't bring it up. So Dafke over here, Rashi spells out what the gemel chasadim entails, the kvar mesim and bakachelim, in the unique way like the Ebeshter does it, when it's not even necessary. So the Rebbe points out, that the, the Bika Chaylam and Kvuras Mesim is something which is also unique in another sense. Kvuras Mesim is something that takes a lot of Tirchevi It's not easy to go and uh, do the Kvur for someone. Bika Chaylam is actually something that you might even be putting your own life at risk if you go visit someone and the, the illness could be contagious. So this is something which is uh, showing more to the, the Chiddush, the extent that a person will go do something even when it's not necessary to do the Gmilas Chesed of Kvura or, or, or Bika Chaylam even to the point where he puts his own life at risk. Then the Rebbe concludes and says that Rashi still starts off with the, the term Gemel Chasadim to point out that this is the source of the mitzvah of Gemilis Chasadim, or Vaisid Wakon is the source of Gemilis Chasadim, unlike the Shitta of the Rambam that the source of Gemilis Chasadim is from Ve'ahavto Racha Kamaycha, or unlike the Shitta of the Bahag that says that the source of Gemilis Chasadim comes from other Psukim and he divides it into many mitzvahs, According to Rashi, this is the source of Gemilas Chasadim, Uvaisid Bakun. The Torah uses a singular term, it's one thing, it's Gemilas Chasadim. But this Gemilas Chasadim includes all the details of Kvuras Mesim, Bakachailim, and so on. Then in the Yenish al the Rebbe explains that Dveikus, the real concept of Dveikus, is when you're one. It's much higher than the tzafs of the the connection that comes through mitzvahs. The Torah here says before, Ves Mitzvahs of Tishmeru. The definition of a mitzvah is that there's two entities. There's the commander and there's the person receiving the commandment. Even when you fulfill and you become connected, but still the premise of the relationship is that there's two entities. That's the concept of a mitzvah. Dveikus is a different story. Dveikus is when you become completely one, you reveal the fact that you are one with the Eibishter. So even though the Torah writes it Belosh and Sivoy, the Torah does say, as a command, but the Rebbe says it begins as a command, but then from there, the real point of this command is to become one beyond the mitzvah, where you and the Ebeshter are one entity, and therefore, you're doing what the Ebeshter is doing. Why are you doing what the Ebeshter is doing? If this is what he's doing, it automatically happens by you, because you want mitzvah. You're not fulfilling it as a command. So therefore, the Rebbe says, this is really the highest vekas. The highest vekas is when you're going in the ways of the Ebeshter, not as a command, but it's automatic. If that's what the Ebeshter does, you're one with him. The Rebbe brings the story of the Alter Rebbe, that uh, on Erev Shabbos, he would on his own fall asleep, because it's as man shinam al it happens b'derech memela. 
And the Rebbe concludes the Sikha that it's both Mulmata Lamaila, Mulmaila Lamata, side below, the Yid, whatever Yid does, Hashem Tzilcha, the Ebesha responds automatically in the same way because of the deep connection that we are one. And the same thing also Mulmaila Lamata, that whatever the Ebesha's ways are, we are one with the Ebesha and therefore it's reflected in our conduct as well. And this is a lesson for every single Yid. The Taita here is giving this command and empowering every single Yid to go in the ways of the Eibishter, to be one with the Eibishter.